sex magic. Oh my goodness. So sex magic in a nutshell is being able to harness the power of your sexual energy, this creative force, and move it into the direction which is going to support you to manifest and magnetize your desires. I'm Maria Grunina, and I'm your host of the Feminine Power Podcast. I'm the founder of Feel, a community of empowered women reclaiming their power through exploring the most powerful energy, sexual energy. In this podcast, we explore ancient and modern wisdom and discover practical tools to cultivate a deep connection with our feminine essence. In each episode, we unravel the layers of societal conditioning and limitations that have suppressed our innate power. From reclaiming our sensuality to understanding the mysteries of your sexual energy, you are invited to learn and practice to really make a difference to your life. Through interviews with inspiring teachers and experts who serve our field community, we explore various aspects of femininity, including self-love, body positivity, sexuality, intuitive wisdom, and feminine leadership. We delve into the rich tapestry of feminine archetypes and their profound influence on our lives. In this podcast feed, we go beyond the realm of mere discussion. We believe in the power of embodiment and taking action in our lives. That's why we provide you with audio-guided practices that allow you to integrate the knowledge and wisdom we share in each episode into your daily life. By actively engaging in these practices, you'll not only hear about the unbelievable transforming power of the female body and energy, but also practice and experience it firsthand. Through these guided exercises, you'll witness the profound impact that these practices can have on your relationships, self-love, creativity, confidence, and overall well-being. Get ready to awaken your inner goddess, harness your feminine power, and radiate authenticity in every area of your life. Welcome to the Feminine Power Podcast. In this episode, we are exploring sex magic, a mysterious practice that helps us to manifest what we desire into our lives. Rosa Maxwell shares not only how to manifest using our sexual energy and sexual energy practices, but also the very science behind it all. Rosa Maxwell is a sexual liberation coach based in the UK and I am so grateful to have her on our Feel Experts board. She studied human psychology for over 10 years and has two master's degrees. Now she's coaching people combining psychological science, embodied practice and experimentation to create lasting transformation, deeper intimacy and epic sex and relationships. Before becoming a sexual liberation coach, she worked in the corporate world facilitating behavioral experimentation. You can find all her links and learn more about her in this podcast description. 
also look out for a sex magic online workshop that we will be co-hosting in October and use a special 25% discount code feel magical no spaces feel magical to join and try sex magic yourself I'm so so happy to have you here we've been doing beautiful work so far already Cannot wait to do even more. And today's episode is all about sex magic. And I'm even more excited to hear more about it from you because I want to learn for myself how to manifest Mm. and how to bring in the best what you want and what you love and what you desire through this connection to our primal sexual energy, creative energy. So yeah, we'll all learn something really new today or maybe remind ourselves of the powers of our own body and energy. And thank you so much for coming on and sharing. You're so welcome. Thank you. Um, Let's start with a little about your own story first and how you did, um, how you got into this work. Uh, What brought you into um, sex coaching, love coaching, and uh, education around the subject in the first place? Yeah, so I am a sexual liberation coach. And really, what I do is I help you embrace freedom within not just your sex life, but in your whole life. Because when you're able to feel free within your sexuality, within your desires, within your sexual energy, that is what bleeds into the whole of your life. It really is something that is is life-changing. And so I'm really excited to be here talking about sex and magic, which is one of my favorite elements of of my core teachings. And what really brought me to this space was, and I'll start, I really love to tell this story. So I'll start, I'll start with this is several years ago, I took a trip to India and this was before I was like, this was before, I think I've always believed in magic, but it was before I was really actively exploring more of my spiritual side and more of my conscious, like really conscious, like really present sexual, like side, sexual energy, sexuality. And I remember I took this trip to India and if you've ever been and if anyone listening has ever been to like southern India I was in Kerala um Varkala and specifically for this story and so if you've ever been to India like it's just there is just this magic that's there it's so like the connection that India has to spirituality the the different way of those kind of eastern philosophies and religions and traditions like there is so much that they bring in that is just infused with like life and magic and it was my first real taste of that and I remember walking along um, the beach cliffs in Varkala and I happened to stop outside this crystal store and now I was like I was like never been into a crystal store I didn't really like I was like what what is all this like these are just rocks right and I and I go to this crystal store and there's this small like Indian man and he 
invites me to sit down and he says like do you want a free chakra reading and I was like yeah go on go on then let you know I'm in I'm in India I'm in this very spiritual space I've been learning more about like the chakras things like that it's, it's all all stuff like I wasn't really into before and he starts to read I'm getting chills as I tell this story but like he starts to read my chakras and he starts to to go through each of them and he gets to my my sacral chakra which is your second chakra and and if you connect it with like the energy centers it's that space of kind of the womb or the womb space that kind of pelvic bowl the lower belly and he gets there and he is able to pinpoint the two times in my life down to the year and the date uh not the date but the month the year and the month where I had experiences of sexual trauma and it spooked the hell out of me. I literally, I mean, I was, I was sobbing. My sister was there beside me. She was crying. We were both crying. And it was the energy in the room was like palpable in this hut even. It's not, it wasn't even a room, this hut filled with crystals. And it like, firstly, it kind of started to open me up like energetically and open my body up to this like experience of, of things that are beyond sometimes scientific explanation but just really that depth of like feeling and the body like the body leading the way saying like my body was tingling to a degree where I was like how does this man who I've never met in my entire life know this about me and this led me into such a deep journey of self-discovery because these were things that I thought I had buried that I thought like I had dealt with, but really had just kind of buried and piled loads of like extra stuff on top. And it wasn't until I got back to the UK and suddenly all of like, he, he unlocked something. He, he kind of opened Pandora's box for me. And suddenly like, I wasn't able to concentrate at work. I had to leave meetings because I would suddenly burst into tears. I was having flashbacks. Um, there was a lot of PTSD um, symptoms that had re-emerged from, from this experience. And I realized like, fuck, I've got to deal with this. I've got to do something about this. Otherwise I'm going to lose my job. I'm going to lose my relationship at the time. Um, at the time I'm like, I'm going to just lose everything. And so that was the catalyst for me seeking therapy And then once I went to therapy, I had the most amazing EMDR therapist. She was incredible. And I had 10 sessions, 10 weeks. uh, And EMDR, for those who don't know, is eye movement desensitization reprogramming. And if you are anyone listening who has had any experiences of of sexual trauma, um, and particularly acute like like, instances that, that, that are still there and still in your memory, I cannot recommend EMDR enough. It actually really created freedom from those memories so that I can speak about them even now on this podcast without feeling like an emotional heaviness. It's just part of part of my life now rather than something that rules my life. And but the challenge was is that after that after that she didn't she didn't we didn't talk about sex. <laughs> I was like I was like Okay, my my the reason I have this trauma is like based in sexual experiences. Wow. But we're not talking about sex. And and I was like, what what 
what am I meant to do now? I've had these amazing 10 sessions. I'm no longer, uh, like my anxiety was suddenly gone. I always thought I was an anxious person. Turns out I just had unintegrated trauma um, because my anxiety completely disappeared. I haven't had a depressive episode since, but I was lost as this sexual being. I lost my sexual spark, that aliveness, that energy, that eros. And I was like, I miss that. I want to, I want that back. So I went on this big epic quest to like refine that working with different coaches, teachers, uh, workshops. And I remember I got to a point where I was like, I, I need to do this. I need to fill in that missing piece because still, even with the people in the different ways, like no one was quite teaching it the way that I wanted to learn it. So I was like, okay, I bet there are other people out there like me who've had similar experiences, who feel lost, who feel alone, who feel broken without this sexual spark, this sexual aliveness. And I was like, I want to help people reconnect to that spark. I want to help people feel free in that and, and use this, this spark to create fulfillment and fuel for their whole lives. So that's really been my journey and the why I'm a sexual liberation coach and the why like I'm doing what I'm doing now. Mm. Yeah, yeah. What a beautiful story. So it all started with magic in the first place and that mm -hmm. moment in India. <laughs> yeah. And what I'm hearing here is so connection to our sexual energy and that eros is so much more than just having good sex, isn't it? As you're saying, it's yeah. that aliveness, that spark. Would you elaborate, like, what did you feel like you were missing when you were disconnected from your sexual energy? Yeah, thanks for asking, because really, as you ask that question, I can feel the chills across my body at, like, the importance, because what I was experiencing when I didn't have this spark. And so this was even after therapy. This was even after therapy, no longer had PTSD, no longer super anxious, but I still didn't have that spark, that connection to my sexual energy. I would wake up every morning thinking, oh, it's another day. Oh, I've got to go to work. Oh, then I finish work. Oh, then I go to sleep. And it was kind of like this monotony of this like routine. And I just didn't feel there wasn't like this huge fire or fulfillment. Like I, I, I wouldn't say I was happy at all. Mm -hmm. I would say I was just kind of existing. I was, I was living and I was living well, but it's almost that feeling like I was like, I know this isn't the purpose of life just to live. Like I really, like I know now, I really believe now, but like our purpose is to experience pleasure, to experience like receiving what it is that we desire and to feel alive, not just to live, but to feel alive. And the way that not having this spark was impacting my relationship, firstly, I didn't even, I, I didn't feel sexual at all. So I didn't want to have sex with my partner. And we'd been together at that point, almost, I think over seven years and sex pre like sex had been a big part of our journey until like this whole kind of catalyst and everything blew up within me. So we had been having like the most amazing sex, 
but suddenly through this healing journey I was like I couldn't I couldn't have it anymore I couldn't I couldn't be physically touched by my partner because also what I realized is the sex that I was having before even though there was the spark the aliveness a lot of the sex I was having was very performative and it wasn't actually really tuning into what I desired and I was doing it a lot of the time out of duty rather than desire and so what I found was when I felt this spark so deeply within myself what happened was I started to be the one to initiate sex I started to really ask for the sex that I really wanted. I started to feel really worthy of my desires because like, even if my partner said no, I knew that this spark, this aliveness within me was just going to be like, oh, cool. Well, we'll still, we still got this. Like, like there's this empowerment that comes when you're fully connected to your sexual energy there's like a power that you feel and it's it's almost like everything else like all the crap all the conditioning falls away because this fire within you is so strong that it can fuel you in so many different areas of of life and so yeah there are just a few examples of of the ways that that really being reconnected to this sexual energy can have an impact on your whole life. And even at work, when I was still working in the corporate world, wow, I was just, I was on fire. I was showing up to meetings, like, like even my coworkers were like, you're just, what's your secret? Like you, you just seem like a totally different person because I would be contributing like my creative problem solving increased because when you're connected to your pleasure, you're fueling yourself with even more like dopamine and dopamine is so, it's a, it's a neurochemical, which is, um, really associated with our reward pathways. And it's so crucial for creativity and creative problem solving. So I was just coming up with all these different ideas and I really like, Oh my goodness, like having this connection again was just like something I never experienced. And and I'm even questioning now in this podcast, and this is something that I've pondered a lot, whether I really had the connection to begin with, like back before I even started this journey in that kind of I say, I say pre-healing phase. Because when I think about life back then, even though I was having a lot of sex and I was feeling sexual it's not the same as the authentic aliveness that I feel now. Things back then I think were still shrouded in the conditioning and the layers of um, the performative nature that I would experience of sexuality and putting other people's pleasure and desires before my own. But when I really deeply went into myself to refine that spark and when I really started to actually feel the spark, like really and embody that, that's when I really find that that this that this allows you to have even more of the things that you desire in in the whole of your life because it's coming from that authentic place. And I can tell you, like I am the happiest I have ever, ever been. I can relate to every word you say. I feel like the the journey of a lot of women are very similar mm. to when they start discovering that power of sexuality if they ever go on the healing and then empowerment path. Yeah. Absolutely, because that's that sudden, suddenly when you realize that there is so much in you and you can be so alive and you can feel so amazing and it all mm. comes from your sexual energy and then it suddenly starts affecting your 
life, your work, your relationships, your, your confidence is just crazy. Mm. And I'm glad we can share more about it together here as this information still isn't that common out there. And the topic we've chosen, the magic, is even less understood and has even less yeah. awareness. So um, how? How can we unlock that energy that you've just described of like liberation, empowerment, confidence, aliveness? What are the like first practical steps to unlock that energy? I would love to talk about it just before we get into the magic itself and mm. what is it that it means? Mm, such a beautiful question. And and I really want to normalize as well and, and I really pick up on what you shared is it is it's so common so many women experience either like I, I've worked with women who have had say a, a sexual spark in their like teenage years and and kind of explored that and then lost it and now they're kind of refining it again in that authentic way or I also work with women who've never experienced it full stop and and what I find is that just as you say like there is so much conditioning there is so much shame there is so much pressure that society places and and it, it is on men and women but I'm really going to speak about women specifically because they're the majority that that I work with and the the experiences that I see is that because of this sense of <sighs> two two things two things that I really see come up one is, and I really want to share these to normalize why actually it can be so difficult to feel this spark and really de-shame it if there is anyone listening who's like, I just don't feel this spark and I want to feel it and I'm going to get into the practical in a moment. But to really like normalize it, like the two of the biggest reasons that I see that this spark gets, gets stifled, gets kind of locked down is firstly, this element of of performance or this element of like my worth is based as a sexual woman and there's all of this sexualization that happens and there is all of this pressure on a woman to kind of be this incredible like sexy being to be this like amazing seductress this amazing like amazing at giving blowjobs like all of these things so there's this hypersexualization of women and almost putting that pressure on them in that way. And then what the other thing I see is like, it's like, is they call it the Madonna whore complex because there's this like, like, oh, you should be this amazing, sexual, vibrant woman. But also if you are that, you're a whore and you're bad. And so, so it's like, you can't, you can't win. You're, you're getting these messages where you should be really sexual. And you're also getting these messages where actually if if you are really sexual then you're a slut or you're a whore or you're like branded so so you're really kind of in this place and what i find happens to to us what happens to you when you you kind of have these narratives and this conditioning is that it creates this feeling of it's just not safe it's not safe to be sexual it's not safe to be sexual because either I'm going to be branded as as a horse, so I better keep it all down. 
And it's not safe to be sexual because I might also be sexualized and be in physical harm or danger from a lot of the, the that kind of, and I will, I will speak to it because I think it's really important, but like the, the rape culture and the, the way that, that men I see treat women. And this all creates those layers of feeling unsafe. And so the first thing that I really, really do with my clients and that I really invite for anyone listening to this podcast, if you do feel that disconnection, if you're resonating with the things that I'm saying, is to begin to just cultivate a sense of sexual safety within yourself, because that's the most important place. Like that sense of safety has to start with you. And the biggest way to to begin this, this reclaiming of this sexual safety is through what I love to to explore around the the re-regulation of the nervous system. Because what happens when we feel unsafe is that our bodies go into fight, flight, freeze mode. So we're activating our, our sympathetic nervous system. And this is the nervous system which is activated when we detect a threat. And so if our sexual energy is seen as a threat, okay, I start to feel sexual, it's going to activate my 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 sympathetic nervous system. I'm going to go into that fight, flight, or maybe even freeze mode. So by learning how to take control of your nervous system through regulation techniques, and my favorite one that I teach is, is a breathwork, um, is a breathwork practice called the three-part breath. And Mariah, I'd be so delighted to offer it as a as a as an offering to your community as well. If it's possible to to put a link in the show notes, I I like I I, I offer it completely completely free. Um, yeah, absolutely. So if that's possible, of course, great, so great. it's going to be in the link um, in in the in the episode notes. Amazing, amazing. So I, I'll I'll make sure you have that because what I find is that when we can implement this three-part breath and what the three-part breath is all all I mean by that and what's quite unique you might have tried breath work before but what's unique about this breath work and the way I teach it is you're breathing into your chest and then you breathe down into your belly and then you invite the breath even deeper down into the pelvis and when you begin to breathe in this deep diaphragmatic way, what you're doing is you're stimulating the vagus nerve at the base of the, the brainstem. And when you stimulate the vagus nerve, it's activating your parasympathetic nervous system, your rest and digest. So you're consciously bringing the body into relaxation. So say, and I'll give a good example of this in a moment. So you're bringing yourself into that rest and digest space. And then when you continue to breathe and the reason why this is so important and why I teach it in this way when you continue to bring the breath deeper into the pelvis you're starting to relax the the diaphragmatic muscles and even more of the pelvic floor muscles within within that area and so if you are someone with with a pussy there is so much tension that we often hold in this part of our body that's related to to sexuality and also particularly fear or trauma that we've experienced there's often a lot of tension there so when you're doing this breath work because you're bringing the attention deeper into the pelvis you're starting to 
reclaim sensitivity in that area you're starting to reconnect to the area and that's why I really love to teach this re-regulation breathwork practice and really bring in the pelvic um, the pelvis too and when you're able to re-regulate yourself when you're able to take control of your nervous system this means you can create your own sense of safety in any scenario so if you are someone who is say say you're on a date and you start to to feel a little nervous you start to think oh maybe this date is going to go somewhere where it gets to be a little sexual or and oh but like I don't know if I can access the energy and and oh but what if I'm not like good enough oh but what if he then thinks I'm I'm like I'm moving too fast or I'm a slut like those when all of those narratives start to come come up that fear response starts to happen and when you can take control of that and just begin to breathe in this deep diaphragmatic way and breathe down deeply into your pelvis and soften into that you're no longer in the narratives in your head you're back in your body and you're re-regulating your nervous system to create that sense of safety and this is the first place that I start with every single client that I work with this is this is where I advise everyone to start is is in this um in this deepening into your sense of of sexual safety your sense of self and then from that place once we have that baseline of knowledge and experience to be able to to regulate ourselves that's where we can we can then expand we can then expand our channel and that's where we get into more of the aliveness more of the magic more of the really turning up the dial of that energy when we desire to that is so true i believe um, that was also my journey first and mm. foremost we need to create safety and there are so many tools and those that you've just mentioned as well and those that we are going to link in uh, the show notes there are so many tools out there to choose from for each woman and yeah. um, from breath work to meditations to therapy to uh, just to explore in your body and connecting back to it and um, thank you for sharing a free practice that's beautiful and very helpful mm, so um, welcome so once that space of safety and freedom is created that's uh, the place from where we can start working with the sexual creative energy for yeah. improving confidence for improving relationships and even for manifesting Mm -hmm. so let's get to that so what is sex magic in the first place what does that mean and yeah how to work with it what is it yeah so sex magic oh my goodness it is such a mystical thing and everybody teaches it differently and, and exactly as you said like there are so many different ways that you can create that safety um, for yourself so many different practices so many different spaces and sex magic is is no is no different like there is the way that I teach it and there will be a hundred different ways that a hundred different other people other people teach it and so sex magic in a nutshell is being able to harness the power of your sexual energy this creative force and move it into the direction which is going to support you to manifest and magnetize your desires and the thing that I really love about 
sex magic is and the way that I teach it is I am so rooted in like I in science and spirituality I love both paths so deeply I remember like I've always been checking in with different different kind of guides or the spirit of my own intuition like things like things like that when I say guides I I really mean my my kind of inner guidance and my inner intuition and whenever I do it's always said to me like my journey is to walk the middle path to like really support people who are on that similar journey who are curious but are like oh is this too is this too esoteric like I don't see how it's going to work for me I don't really understand it to help really make it easily understandable and bring in a lot of the neuroscience behind these practices so that you can really see how they work so I love to kind of demystify demystify these mystical mystical spaces and with sex magic in with sex magic in particular there are a few things that are really at play when we are playing with our erotic energy and one of the things that happens is when you are infusing yourself and your life with this eros energy these this you're releasing pleasure chemicals um you're releasing this bliss chemistry of serotonin oxytocin dopamine all of those good things and if you think of when we're feeling negative it's very difficult to feel magnetic like if we're feeling low mood if we're feeling anxious if we're feeling um kind of stuck it's really difficult to feel like magnetic it's really difficult to feel confident it's really difficult to feel you're not feeling good so by infusing things with sexual energy you suddenly have all this bliss chemistry going around and that allows that expansion of yourself and like it allows your body to open up to new opportunities to see more things and so if i think about sex magic and the way that i teach it sex magic in this space is you want to bring your whole body online there are a few key things so the first is generating that sense of sexual energy so that's really focusing on that sexual center your sensual center and i teach this practice by utilizing your different energy centers in the body so just like people might call them chakras i like to refer to them as energy centers because each center has its own adrenal glands it has its own kind of the the hormones that each center secretes are so they have their own function their own purpose some of them even have their own neurons their own kind of uh, which and neurons are like those like those um parts of your brain like like even your gut your gut literally has a cluster of neurons similar to your brain that function independently from your brain and so the gut of course is linked to your solar plexus chakra so you've got the root at the at the you've got your root your sacral your solar plexus your heart your throat your third eye and your crown or you've got these as as the energy centers of the the perineum and the, the kind of and then the the womb space and that kind of lower abdomen the energy center of of your gut in the solar plexus the energy center of the heart the throat and the thyroids that are there your third eye which is your pineal 
pineal gland and then the crown as well which there's the whole kind of cerebral cortex so each have their own functions within kind of the eastern traditions but also within western science and the reason that i'm sharing this is because i want as i kind of explain the process and the technique i want you to realize that that it's really important when you want to manifest something or when you want to bring something in it's really important to break through any resistance that might be residual in the body and just as i mentioned how what if you've experienced trauma or if you've experienced any um any negative experiences within your love life your sex life your whole life that is creating it creates like an imprint within your body and when i say an imprint it I mean, like it creates like a, a piece of tension. So just like if you strain strain a muscle by working it too hard, it's a similar experience where there are parts of your body that kind of get strained or get stiff or resistant or contracted or stuck from these different experiences that you pick up through your life. And there's a really amazing book, if you want to go deeper into this, by Basil van der Kolk called The Body Keeps the Score. But it basically outlines how your body is keeping score on every single thing that happens in your life. And to be able to really open up this channel to experience like the full aliveness that our sexual energy has to offer, that life has to offer, you have to clear the channel. You have to you have to release these stuckness, this resistance. And so to make, to help sex magic to work, you have to find a way to do that. And so there are ways that you can do this. And there are two core ways that I love to, to play in this. One is through like a shaking practice. So you can shake and shake and shake and shake and have like trauma release in that way to really allow that channel to be cleared. And the other is through a breathwork manifestation process and really breathing in each of these different parts of your body from that kind of base base energy center, your root chakra, all the way up to the highest energy center, the crown. And when you do that and when you breathe in each of these spaces in turn, you're actually allowing these blockages to be transmuted, to be alchemized, to no longer be a barrier. And to share the way that you alchemize these things the way that you release and this is through three main tools is through breath movement and sound and so the breath you breathe into these parts of your body you breathe in and out and in and out and in and out and just get curious like what is in if I was to start at my root like what is in this energy center what feels tense there what feels alive there what does this energy center feel like Okay, and then once and you, and you, when you sound and when you move, you're physically releasing the emotions. You're physically releasing anything that is there that has been keeping you stuck. And you can do this for each of the energy centers, each of the chakras, as you move higher and higher and higher. So that's the first piece that I want to share. And I want to see, Mariah, if that was clear enough and if you have any questions before I actually move into the manifestation part because the first thing in all of this is to remove any barriers to remove any blockers to remove any resistance to remove anything that's been keeping you stuck so that you can clear the channel to actually make way for magnetizing more of the things that you desire in your life I would like to just highlight that what you've been talking about here is just actually first and foremost creating that space that is um, nurturing and fruitful for manifestations because 
it, a lot of the time, um, and you know, some people believe in the universe and manifestations, some not. And for those who do believe, or those who try to work with such uh, tools in life, quite often we're like, oh, I want to manifest, say, I don't know, money, love into my life, whatever, whatever it is, let's say money or love. Um, and we we're like, oh, well, I've been trying to manifest, I've been creating these thoughts and I've been journaling and I've been meditating on it, but it doesn't work. And very often it is the case that actually there hasn't been there hasn't been that fruitful space and safe space and clean space for those manifestations to be brought into in the first place. Because yeah. if we come there from luck or from like this forceful energy, I'm like, I want money now. And I'm like, I'm going to just sit there and just like say money, money. I deserve money. Like, you know, <laughs> in an obsessive yeah. way that is like actually is based on resistance in the first place or on fear and luck. And that's very often is in the, in the way of manifestations and not that easy to recognize as well. This this kind of space isn't easy to recognize. We might feel like, oh, we are in a good place, but if still things don't really work, maybe it's good to ask ourselves and do the self-inquiry of like, well, am I really thinking and feeling ease and space? and attraction and connection and belief or am I still having any sort of like resistance and fear there and I guess in sex yeah. magic it's all connected to that yeah. freedom of sexual energy in the first place um and like healthy connection to it and I guess that's uh the other have you have described all those tools that we could use to to liberate that space and create a healthy format first um from yeah. here so uh, let's say we have created that space, the healthy space and um, healthy attitudes towards what we like and what we want to bring in our life and towards our bodies and towards our sexual energy. What's next? Yeah, beautiful. And so this is the really exciting bit. And I'm really excited to bring in some of the science because just as you say, like, like it's like, ah, it does seem like such a, out there concept like how how do I manifest like why is my man or even like why is my manifestation not there and so before you go through like the breath work practice that I just described and even that kind of clearing and cleansing the first thing you really want to do is get really really clear on what it is you desire like what is it that you desire so say you desire to attract your your dream partner or say you desire to have like the most fulfilling sex life possible. You need to first get really clear on that desire and how you would feel when you have that desire. That feeling element is so important. And the way that I love to do this is to really bring into my mind this in like a five senses reality. So engaging all my five senses to bring the whole of my brain online to really create because what you do when you engage your five senses is you're starting to create a memory 
And when you have this memory, which gets imprinted in your body, your brain can't tell when you're visualizing if it's real or if it's, or if it's just a visualization. So the more that you are getting clear on what you desire, visualizing what it is you desire, feeling what it is you desire within your five senses, the more you're creating this like energetic imprint in to your long-term memory. And there are two things that, that happen when you do this. The first is that you have this part of your brain called the reticular activating system. And this is always scanning for things that it feels is important. So the more that you are visualizing your desire, the more that you are really embodying this desire within that five senses reality, the more that your brain is gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna look out for this. And this is priming you, this is neurologically priming you to experience more of your desire. So you're beginning to experience more magic because you'll see it more because you're focusing on it more. So that's one part of the, the sex magic before we even get into the sex part. That's one part that really invites in the magic. And, and this is neuroscience. This isn't, this isn't like made up. This is actual neuroscience. This is how your brain works. And so that's the first thing that's really, really important. And that's where you just keep focusing on what you desire. And anytime that lack comes in, anytime that like, oh, where is this? Nope. Keep focusing back on your desire. Keep scanning for the desire rather than for the lack of the desire. That's kind of something that is so pivotal to this, to this, to this sex magic, to manifestation in general, actually. And then the second thing that's really important as you are getting really clear on this is how do you want to feel? Like, how does it really feel to be in that? So say, for example, you're magnetizing and manifesting your dream lover. How does it feel to be with that dream lover? Like, oh, you might feel so cared for, so nurtured, so, so like deliciously safe and peaceful, like those feelings and there, those feelings that's what is really important because when you feel more of those feelings already within yourself, it makes you more attractive to experiencing those feelings outside of yourself. It makes it so much easier to experience them outside when you're already feeling them inside. Um, and so it actually makes you even more attractive to a prospective lover as well. Um, and then say, for example, you want to experience like the most fulfilling sex life you want to be so deeply connected to your sexual energy well how will you feel when you have that and so the feeling there might be like oh I feel so powerful like I feel so magnetic I feel so alive you start to ex keep embodying more and more of those feelings you start to experience them more and more in your life and this also creates an upward cycle like a self-fulfilling prophecy because where we focus our attention is where we where we where our energy goes where your attention goes your energy flows so the more that you're focusing on these feelings the more you're going to receive them and that's really really important as part of this process and then what happens? So you've, you've got this desire, you, you fully, you're fully embodying it, you're fully feeling it. You're like, okay, I've got a really clear picture in my mind, right now, I'm going to start with this breathwork manifestation practice, this sex magic practice that I that I was sharing earlier, where you're moving through these different energy centers. So you start generating that sexual energy at your root. And you can do this in a number of ways. Two of my favorite are just like, 
hip swells, you know, just like gently swelling your hips or gently squeezing the pelvic floor muscles, dancing, putting on music that's really like heightens that electricity within you that heightens your own arousal, whatever it is. And then you just start to like move this energy through the breath, through each of these parts of your body. So from, from the base, you circulate it up and then down again. And then you go up to the, the, that's kind of second energy center, your sacral energy center, bringing it up the back of the body and back down again. And you keep doing that as you go through each of these, each of the, each of the chakras, each of the energy centers until you reach the crown. And when you get to the crown and throughout this time, you're clearing the channel, you're sounding, you're moving, you're like doing everything you need to do to like make sure that the energy channel is cleared so that when you get to the crown, that is where you get to shoot this out into the universe. Like you get to say like, okay, universe, like out this goes, like, I'm going to really like visualize my desire. You bring that desire back in that you already, that, that embodied imprint that you already have, you're visualizing that desire out. It goes into the universe. And as you like rest, you just bring everything like back in, you kind of bring this circular, you, you're visualizing it going out into the universe. And then what you desire, you just visualize it coming to you. You put yourself in that re reality, you feel it, you feel it. And if orgasm is accessible this is where you want to use and utilize that orgasmic energy is when you get to the crown and there are so many reasons for this and one of the main ones being is that when you orgasm your pelvic floor is contracting and when your pelvic floor is contracting you're moving the cerebral spinal fluid through your 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 kind of that system within your body so that's moving around and when your cerebral spinal fluid is moving around from this pelvic floor contraction it's compressing your pineal gland which is also known as the seat of the like colloquially known as the the seat of the soul it's what produces dmt it's what means that we like dream as we sleep um and dmt is also called the god molecule there's so much like mystery mystery around this but one of the things that science has found with your pineal gland is it acts as a radio signal it literally sends when it is when the crystals in the pineal gland are compressed through the cere cerebral spinal fluid kind of compressing it because of the pelvic floor squeezing it literally turns your pineal gland into this radio so it starts like literally imp emanating radio signals like akin to akin to how a radio tower would so when you're in this like peak state of bliss and you're emanating the signal you're literally sending a radio signal out into the universe of what it is you desire and this is where this is where the science and the mystery really like baffle me because i i i've gone deep into the science behind this and i've gone deep into the quantum like physics into this and there are still mysteries that I don't fully, don't fully understand because the things that, that have happened in my life from this practice blow me away. And, and I'll be honest, even if I don't experience like orgasm, just because of this conscious moving of the energy, this conscious focusing of the energy through each of these parts of the body, magic still happens. Magic still happens. And I run this as a workshop all the time at festivals and without fail, multiple people will send me messages the next day, the next week, the next month after being like, Oh my God, Holy shit, Rosa. I can't believe 
what's happened. I can't believe this actually worked. I can't believe like this is actually like, like exactly what I put out manifested. And sometimes it's less than a day that it manifests. And, and so this is one of the things that like blows my mind about this practice. Like I understand a lot of the science behind it. I understand a lot of the quantum physics and it still blows my mind with the magic and the mystery that surrounds it. So I love to share the science to bring on board people who might be a little a little skeptical or a little be like, I'm not sure about this. But the magic is really the thing that like blows my mind and blows me away every single time. Mm, I love that you've added so much science. You know, yeah. yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> it does help in my brain as well to understand how it works. So thank you so much for it. But I'd like to summarize what you've just said. Please. Are you able, actually, I'd love to ask you in very simple words, like let's say four main steps that you take mm. in sex magic manifestations, yeah. three to five, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. So firstly, um, to get really clear on what you desire create that in the five senses reality. So it becomes this imprint, this memory, really focus on the feelings. That's step one is get really clear on what you desire. Step two is to cultivate that sexual energy and begin to move it through each of your energy centers so that you can clear using those tools of breath, movement, and sound. So you can really clear that channel so that you can become that clear channel for this desire to, to be magnetized and manifest. And then the third is that when you get to crown that crown space, and if orgasm is accessible to really, to really bring that, bring that desire back into your reality and really allow it just to be, go out into the universe and come back into your body with that feeling with those bliss chemicals. So that's really the simple three steps is get really clear on what you desire, release, clear that channel. And the third is like with that orgasmic sexual energy through that energy, just bring that desire to you, bring that desire to you. And, and you can do it in this breathwork technique that I've kind of described here, but you can also do it every single day. Like imagine you're dancing, and if I'm, I'm a big dancer, I dance every single day, um, like multiple times a day. And when I dance, what I'm doing is I'm cultivating that sexual energy. I'm like visualizing what it is that I really desire. I'm squeezing my pelvic floor. I'm moving the energy through my body and I'm visualizing that desire coming to me and I'm allowing myself to really feel it with those pleasure chemicals, with that bliss chemistry um, that happens when you're really experiencing the sexual energy so there are so many different ways that you can play with this practice where you don't need half an hour of breath work but I mean that is really 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 effective um, but it's really those three things focus on desire clear the channel magnetize hmm. well another thing about the process just some details mm. I've uh, I've seen some people also implementing like active self-pleasure or certain toys um or wands like there is a conversation on crystal wands for example for sex magic is it like how important it is the element of self-pleasure or does it even matter for sex magic kind of ritual 
So this is what I love is because a lot of a lot of people that I speak to or, or, or work with like uh, are at like the very beginning of of their journey. So so even the idea of like self-pleasure or like using something inside themselves, it feels feels really challenging. So my honest answer is, is you don't you don't need it. Yes, it's amazing and it can really enhance. And if that's what you desire, like, fuck yeah. Like you can do it with a lover. You can do it with, with someone penetrating you with, with, a, with their penis as well um, or even their fingers or anything like that. Like penetration can absolutely be part of it. But you don't, you don't need it. You don't need it. And that's the thing that I think is so magnificent and magnetic. And I have the most amazing story as well because and I, I really love to use this to highlight I was away on Layla Martin she's she's been a teacher of mine for a very long time and she she's amazing if 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 people haven't looked her up I really she's she taught me sex magic so I really recommend you go and explore her YouTube videos on it as well they're really really amazing um and I remember I was on her retreat and I was with almost a hundred other women and we were doing a sex magic ritual all together in this big room and, and self-pleasure was allowed if, if you wanted it. And I was so resistant. My whole body was a no. My whole body was like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to pleasure myself. I don't want to touch myself. I don't, I'm, I'm like, I don't want to do this. And then I was judging myself because I'm like, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity and I'm here feeling like shit. And, um, and I did the practice anyway. I didn't, I honored my body's nose. Like I didn't, I didn't self-pleasure. I didn't touch myself sexually, but I just allowed myself to like breathe. And I allowed myself to sound and move and move with the resistance that I was feeling to like clear all of that channel. And at the beginning, she asked, like, she asked us to think of a desire. And I was like, well, I kind of feel in such resistance. I'm just going to throw out something as, as a like total, total, this will never happen kind of joke. And I threw out, like, I was like, I want my debut single with my best friend that's on, on Spotify. I want, I want that to be played on BBC radio. And for those outside the UK, BBC radio is like our biggest public radio station. And I was like, I want to have morning light played on BBC radio. And just literally as a joke, I just threw it out there. And, and I kind of, I felt it, I embodied it. I felt the feelings, it felt good. Um, and then I went through the whole sex magic process and I was so resistant to it. I was so in my head the whole time. I really, I really would not say it was an enjoyable experience. Um, but still when I got to the crown, I like put that desire out there. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go back into that five senses reality. I'm going to visualize myself playing like, like my song being played on, on BBC radio. And, um, and I allow it all to kind of come back in. And, I, and then I leave, I leave the ritual space being, and I literally was like, well, that was a waste of like, that was a waste of all my, all this energy, all this awesomeness. And I kid you not, I kid you not. So I was in full resistance the whole time. The next day I get a message from my best friend, my musical partner, Guy, and he sends me a message and he's like, Rosa, you'll never believe who I just got off the phone to. I was like, what? And he's like, the BBC want us to go to the studio and play our song live and interview us. And I was like, are you kidding? And I was like, you'll never believe what I was doing last night. And I, I, I like, honestly, 
that that magic and this isn't this is my only example of this this is probably my favorite example because i was in full resistance and the magic still worked like that's the thing that and and it worked fast in that time but that i i believe that's because there are a hundred of us doing this practice together in this this energy this is really really powerful when you when you do it um when you do that in a group like in my workshops as well the energy is so much more powerful because we're all doing it together um, but I really love to share this example because even when there is so much, like, even if you're not feeling sexual, even if you don't want to self-pleasure, um, even if you think it's really stupid and you do it anyway, and you commit and you, and I, I say I was resistant, but I still committed. I still did the, the clearing of the channel. I still, I still focused on my desire. I still did the clearing of the channel, breathing, moving, sounding, um, to kind of help that resistance move through. And I still did the magnetization at the end of shooting it out into the universe, even if I was like, I don't think anything's going to happen. But that is like the wildest, like, like, yeah, it was so crazy. And that's it on the big scale. And then you better believe that every single day up until I was on BBC, I was doing what I call, I call that macro sex magic, where you're going after the big stuff. But every single day before I was going to be on the BBC, I was doing what I call micro sex magic. And that's like the dancing practice that I, that I explained where I'm still kind of, I'm feeling it. I'm visualizing myself on the BBC. I'm playing in my erotic energy. I'm feeling like I'm going to feel so magnetic and confident. And oh my goodness, like, oh my goodness. When I was on the BBC, I was that I was confident. I was magnetic. I was on fire. Everything just flowed out of me with like the most like beautiful, like the things that I was saying, I would have made, I, I, I listened back to it and there are no changes that I would have made to, to how I was in that whole. And normally I can be critical of myself, particularly when there's public speaking. Um, and I was just on fire and I was like, that's the power of this, of sex magic in its macro for magnetizing, manifesting the big things, but also on the day to day level of just manifesting like your dream life, like how you want to be like, how do you want to be in an interview? How do you want to be on that date? How do you want to be um, in the bedroom? Like really, really sex magic is this holistic practice that can be done in that big way. Like with that breathwork manifestation, you can do it absolutely with self-pleasure as well and enhance it in that way too. Um, and you can just do it when you dance, you can do it when you eat your cereal in the morning or the porridge, like whatever it is that you eat, you can just practice sex magic all the time. I cannot wait to try this myself. <laughs> <laughs> i'm so happy i'm gonna do this with you in person in berlin I know. <laughs> Yay! yeah for everyone who's listening who is going to hedone which is an annual festival it's actually a seminar in uh, germany in september and only lucky 600 people are going and they have like a huge list to sign up like a year before so if you're one of those lucky ones and you're going to be there, come join Sex Magic Workshop with Rosa and I'll be mm. there too. And there'll be amazing people and feel community as well. And uh, yeah, we'll do the manifestations together. I'm sure it's even more powerful to do it like in a community. Yes. Oh, wow. Can't wait for that. How does that actually happen, Rosa? How does that happen mm. in a group? 
just to, you know, to give a sense to people for, you know, if they want to come to one of your workshops or if they're lucky to be at Edonet? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I love to, uh, I love to play in the boundaries of the group. So I run this in, in two different ways. Like one way is where we purely, and, and you know, both, both work, they all work. So one way is to purely work, um, with the breath work and no, no sexual touch, um, just playing with the sexual energy. And then the second way is if the boundaries of the group feel comfortable, then we can engage sexual touch. We can be clothes off. We can actually use self-pleasure to enhance this, this process and be part of it. And then also, even if you're in the room and you don't want to touch yourself, that's absolutely cool too. And I think that's the thing that I really, the feedback that I get all the time is how how the spaces that I'm able to create feel and people will say safe space. I prefer brave space because safety isn't something that I can ever fully, fully guarantee, but I love to use the phrase brave space where we can all be brave to play in the edges of our comfort zones, the edges of our resistance. And I even spoke to people after my last workshop, which was a, a few weeks ago at this amazing festival. And they were all like, wow, like some were feeling super sexual, some were feeling super resistant, but there was space for every, I've got chills and it makes me feel really emotional because this is so important to me, but there was space for everyone. There was space for the people who were actually afraid of this, even afraid of this practice, even afraid of like what they would experience, that they were like, wow, I felt like there was space for me. I felt like I could be there. I felt like I could go through my own process, having you like hold us in that. And so yeah, so so come it's it's it can be a really erotic and juicy experience and it can also be a really rage-filled and grief-filled experience because it's whatever is still stored in in you this these resistances these parts of you that need to move through that's what really gets to move through and I think that's why doing it in these group containers and doing it with this breathwork practice is so powerful is because you get a really, you get a chance to release and purge as well as magnetize and manifest. Because so often what I find the biggest blocker to, to manifestation is that we have things that we haven't yet like released or purged. And that's one of the big things that I do in my one-on-one -on -one work is so often, even though I don't necessarily always call it this, but so often in my sessions, we're basically doing sex magic every single session because we're going in and seeing where the things, where your resistances are to what it is that you really desire. So I work a lot with women who desire to reconnect with their sexual energy, to really feel that sexual spark, to be able to then connect deeper in intimacy with their partners or to find like the love that they really desire and deserve. And what we do in our sessions is we're really going in and releasing all of those barriers and those, and those blockers through this kind of this process so it leads to receiving more of what you want I really believe like every although I'm say, sharing like a specific sex magic practice in this podcast I just really believe in sex magic as a practice for like life amazing amazing so there are so many different ways we can use this power of sexual energy yeah and yeah I guess everyone can find the one that, that works for them 
So that is beautiful. And I'm glad to also hear that there are a few ways that group workshops can be done. It means yeah. everyone can come and learn this from you and or from other teachers who teach that. And it's not necessarily always like super open and sexual and for the, only for the bravest mm -hmm. people, but it also can be mm -hmm. done in like a, just a simple mindfulness and like breathwork centered way. As I, I believe yeah. that kind of looks like a, let's say a meditation class, like meditation breathwork class kind of, would you say? Yes. To that? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, mm. I would say I would say very similar to a breathwork meditation class. Mm. The main difference is that people might just be making sound mm. and just moving their bodies as they go through the process. Mm. Not many people, sometimes people stand up and move as well, but often you're more sitting, lying, and, and breathing and the sounding is probably the thing that yeah. is a little different. And to share with anyone, if 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 anyone follows me, finds me, wants to come to a sex magic workshop i'm i'm doing a lot of them which i love like over the summer and at different festivals um one of my favorite things is that often in the workshops that i run in in london is the people who come it's their first not just their first sex magic ever but in the last workshop i ran in london I would say it was 90% of people's first ever sexual sexual sexuality workshop. Mm. And that that really humbled me and I was really really honored to be introducing them to this practice in a way where they felt like they could be really brave to go into this. So that's one of the things with my with my kind of foot in both worlds of science and spirituality um and just who I am is like I I really pride myself on being able to create a space that is so welcoming and inclusive wherever you are on your journey and to really support people to, to go deeper with them in themselves and to start to really embrace more of that sexual aliveness so that they can experience it throughout the whole of their lives. Hmm. Amazing. Wow. That's so beautiful. That means this kind of work is really, really accessible to everyone who wants yeah, to try. It is. That's amazing. Maybe one day we could also host it online for those who, who just don't have yes. physical access for this kind of spaces, to this kind of spaces. That'd be... Absolutely. Yeah, that'd be amazing. If we do so, I've, we'll I've both... I've done it as well online. Yeah, mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it works amazingly as well. Tell you what, Maria, we should just schedule that in, like exactly. for when this airs. Let's schedule in sex magic after that. Done. Exactly. Done. Yes, that's what we should do. And I, I mean, we'll do that. Yeah, and I'm selfish because I just want to try it myself, and like sooner than Edna. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, yes, Amazing. yes, yeah. I think Hedene might be one of the more um, sexual, yeah. like more sexual pleasure. Yeah, like yeah. A lot of that. I think I, so I'm too. excited for that. This was Rosa Maxwell. Thank you so much for listening to this Feminine Power podcast episode. You can find ways to connect with Rosa in this episode description. And also look out for a sex magic online workshop that we are co-hosting in October and use a special 25% discount code FEELMAGICAL to join and try sex magic yourself. Make sure to follow this podcast for more insightful information and audio-guided practices designed to help you feel confident, sensual, and truly alive.
If you enjoyed this episode, please do leave us a rating as this really helps more people to discover the magical work we do as feel and the magical work of all our experts. This support means so, so much to me. Thank you for listening.